Hello, everyone. It's Shannon Waller here, and welcome to the Team Success Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about how to have an ownership attitude, which means really being able to take full responsibility for your projects, your communication, and your action. Now, it's really interesting having this conversation, as I do frequently with entrepreneurs, business owners, and their teams, is that for a lot of people, the term responsibility means blame. In fact, when I looked it up under Microsoft Word, the first word in the thesaurus is actually blame. I thought, oh, great. How am I going to get my point across about this one? (laughs) But really, the definition of responsibility that I really like and I personally find very valuable is it means able to respond. This is someone who's not a victim, who's not frozen, who's not panicked, and who actually accepts it and takes it in. Now, I like responsibility from two standpoints. The first one is actually when you've done something right, when you have done something well, when you pulled off something and you've got a result, and someone says, hey, great job, way to go, you say, thanks, or you're welcome. Because it means that you are able to respond and take responsibility for the great value that you've created for something that was really useful. Now, it also does mean that when something did not go well, when something you were responsible for did not happen, the result was not what was anticipated in a bad way, and you go, oops, I messed up, here's what I'm going to do differently next time, and I'll fix it right now. So I love the able to respond definition of responsibility, and I think that's for people who want to take more ownership, that's what it is. This is what it boils down to, is that able to respond. Now, I am a huge fan of ownership. I think when we take ownership over ourselves, over our futures, we experience a far higher degree of power, of effectiveness, and in fact, freedom. So I am all about people taking ownership. And here's how you know in a commercial setting whether or not someone's taken ownership. Imagine to a shopping experience you've had, consumer experience, and you go into a store or you go into a company and you ask for something and someone says, oh, that's not my job. And I'm like, really? Is the success of the company important to you? If it is, then it's your job. It's kind of what I want to say. I don't always get that across. But I kind of look at them funny. First of all, it's partly because it's never anything I can imagine coming out of my mouth. This is not how I think. It's not how I operate. It's not actually, frankly, (laughs) I don't want anyone around me saying that either. I don't want to work with people who say that because it's not true. One of the great things about working for an entrepreneurial company is that job descriptions change daily, hourly, by the minute. And frankly, it's about producing the result of the business in each interaction with each customer or client, for each team member, for each vendor, whoever it is that you serve, is about creating that result and taking ownership. And one of the things that we like to say here at Strategic Coach is that value is always created from the other person's point of view. I can put in a ton of time and effort, but if it doesn't create value for them, they're right, not me. And that was just a bit of a mind shift that I had to make in my thinking to really accept the fact that all value creation happens over there. So I need to be able to make sure and take responsibility for the result that other people are getting as a result of my efforts. And if it's not working for them, guess who has to change? Me, not them. And I'm willing to do that. And the more I've done that, the more I've taken ownership over my results, over my experiences, over what happens as a result of what I do, frankly, the more successful I've become. It has actually been a huge part of my success formula. Being open to and willing to listen to what other people's feedback is. I get corrections all the time on how I can do things better, and people are always right. And they help me become better. I'm not defensive about that. I appreciate other people's coaching because Lord knows I need a lot. 
So it's a matter of really being coachable. And again, because I take ownership of it, I'm not defensive. If I didn't take ownership of it, I wouldn't want the feedback. I wouldn't be open to people's opinions. I wouldn't be open to coaching. I'd be like, "Mm, it's not up to me. That doesn't matter. It's not important. That's not a success strategy. (laughs) This is not the recipe for team success. So it's really important to me that I take ownership over things. I think it's really important for you too. So this means that you take ownership over your actions. It also means that you actually take ownership for the company too. And I love this. If I look at my career as strategic coach and how I've become more successful, it's really because I've treated it like it's my own company. I care that much. I'm not an employee. I don't have a role to play. I'm here to create value in new and different ways as much as I can, as it's humanly possible. That's my deal. It is my company. I take ownership over our culture. I take ownership over teamwork. I take ownership over communication. And I'm always, because it's mine, I care about it. I want to make it better. I love it. That's really how I look at it. I really do love and appreciate the things that I consider to be mine. And the company is one of them. And I'm also protective of it. There's someone who I thought was actually kind of not in alignment with our culture and our values. And I found it to be a threat. And I wanted that person to go far, far away. And they did. I was very happy about that. So it's one of those things where I get very protective occasionally over things that I really take ownership of. I don't know if that's how you've thought about your company, but it's kind of cool when you do. Because it means, again, that you take responsibility for what happens and for people's experience, even if it was not directly related to you. It means you care enough to find the right person to make sure it's better for that other person's experience and always improving it. One of the things that can help in terms of taking an ownership attitude is to look at things from the learning perspective. And what I mean by that is Dan Sullivan, co-founder of Strategic Coach, likes to talk about things this way. He says you're either on the winning team or you're on the learning team. I love that. (laughs) We really define Strategic Coach as a learning organization. We do not expect to always get it right. We know we experiment a lot. We test a lot of things. We see what works, what lands, and what doesn't, and we're always learning. Sometimes we have huge wins. Sometimes we don't. In fact, I did a project last quarter where we thought it was going to be fantastic. I had the best experience at the front of the room. I had a great time working with the people I was working with. I had a very engaged audience that was also the least committed. It was not a win in any way, shape, or form from a result standpoint. Lots of time and effort put in, no result. Fortunately, it was a pleasant experience. It wasn't unpleasant, but will we ever be doing that again? Uh, No. (laughs) Not exactly. We'll have to make some changes for that. Now, that was one of the better learning experiences I've had. I've had some far more painful ones, but it was pretty funny. But I like that. I like that there's actually room to make mistakes. I like that there's room occasionally to not get the result. Fortunately, as I said, this one was not too painful. It was zero as opposed to a negative. But it was interesting. I've been doing what I've been doing for a very long time, and I can still hit a zero sometimes. (laughs) I can still strike out, which is kind of good for my ego and making sure it stays in the room. But it's one of those things where when you know that you're either on the winning team or the learning team, you don't have that sense of blame. You don't have that need to defend yourself. You're like, oh, okay, I guess there's more to learn here. I didn't have it all figured out. It also means you're growing. If you're not occasionally making a mistake, then it's kind of like you're not risking enough. You're not trying hard enough. You're not stretching yourself out of your comfort zone. If everything you do is always perfect, are you playing it safe is kind of a question that you need to ask yourself. And we have a whole way of thinking about things at Strategic Coach that's really around 80%. You may have heard that podcast. And 80% is really powerful because 
when you say to someone, here's the first 80% of a project, or it's an 80% result, it means that there's room to grow. It's not about perfection. It's about moving forward. It's about progress. And every single successful entrepreneurial company I know is far more focused on progress than they are on perfection. Perfection is really, really important in very few fields. Nanotechnology and brain surgery come to mind. But for a lot of what we do, what works is totally fine. And that extra energy spent on making it perfect so we no one ever finds a mistake, frankly, is kind of wasted effort. It's not necessarily a good investment of your time or your creativity. You could be moving four other projects ahead rather than just perfecting and fine-tuning this one. So again, that may be a little bit antithetical to your normal way of thinking, but I think it's really important to look at it this way. Now, by all means, if you're publishing something, try and get rid of all the typos. But after you've looked at it for the 20th time, you're done. It's okay. <laughs> your audience will forgive you. And it's really a matter of looking at what works versus what's perfect. The last thing I want to talk about with regard to taking ownership, part of this is really about creating trust with the person you work with. And what I mean by that is it means you kind of need to be on the same page. You need to know where they're coming from. They need to trust you, and you need to be able to trust them. That's really what allows for joint ownership that is very productive. You want to be able to really trust them, get on the same page, vice versa. And one of the ways to do that is to find out how someone else thinks. I have a very interesting experience of working with Bab Smith, who's the other co-founder of Strategic Coach. And I've worked with her for 22 plus years. And one of the things I know about Babs is that when she gives me a project, she doesn't actually give it to me until I can articulate the project and the issues and what she's trying to solve from her point of view. I can't just jump in the middle and start solving it. I actually have to let her know that I own the project. And what that means is that I can articulate it. I can repeat it back to her. I can say what the issues are, the challenges we need to overcome. I make sure I know what the opportunities are. I know how much time she wants to spend on it. I know how much effort she wants invested. And when I can say that back to her, boom, I've got full ownership over that project. Until that moment, it's a tug of war. So for those of you that want to take more off the plate of the entrepreneur that you work with, that you want more, Put yourself in their shoes and articulate the project from their point of view, not from yours. This means you really have to crawl into their heads, as scary as that might be. And entrepreneurs, you also have to be adept at, A, being willing to hand it off. You also have to let people know what are your criteria for success. What has to be true? What represents success? What represents failure? Very important to communicate what represents failure. Most people are afraid of that, and they won't take a risk until they know what the floor is. When you articulate that, you actually create an enormous amount of safety for people. They know how much room they have to play. So my goal is that every single person in the working world takes ownership over their actions, their communications, their results, and frankly, their companies. I think we would have a much higher level of fulfillment and satisfaction and results and happiness if people did that. There'd be no one saying, it's not my job, because that wouldn't even occur to them. So I strongly encourage you to have an ownership attitude over your own actions and behavior and communication, obviously your company, and to take the steps and to have the conversations that will really make that happen for you and make your business life, your personal life, and all of the things that you contribute to even more fulfilling than they are now. So thanks very much for listening. And as always, here's to your team's success.